This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Oh, no. Aaron Rodgers before he... I knew he... it. I knew it. <laughs> he wanted $52 million. Okay, so we all know you make sacrifices when you have kids, right? Uh, a lot of the sacrifices tend to fall on the woman, especially when both people are working. So some guy posted on Reddit after his wife told him that she'll only have a baby if he agrees to pay her $50,000 to do it. Here's why. When you listen to it, it makes a lot of sense. So both of them are, are big earners. They make $175,000 each. They've been together six years. They aren't legally married, but they had a commitment ceremony a couple years ago. They've always kept their finances separate, and they split everything 50-50. I, perfect. Including their mortgage. Couldn't agree. More. They both want kids. Mm -hmm. But she recently found out that when she goes on maternity leave, her company will only pay 50% of her salary for six months. And because of that, she thinks he should have to help out financially. Cover fifty thousand of that salary. Yeah, so they're otherwise she's yeah. the only one taking a financial hit, right? Well, I mean, he's going to go to Costco and buy diapers and stuff, isn't he? I mean, hey, honey, give me some money for diapers. Well, if they split everything fifty fifty. Well, well, when it comes to a project, you just right. do what you can. You just yeah, you know, I'll pick diapers up and baby formula. Sure, that's kind of dumb. Well, he's either got to cover part of the bills or give her money. <laughs> If they're splitting everything 50-50, right. there's got to be some sort of I think a baby's an exception. leeway there. Okay. She also found out that she can take an additional six months off but won't get paid at all. So if she decides to take more than six months, she wants him to pay another fifty grand. Uh, people online are split about it. Some think it's a fair request since they keep everything separate. But the guy says it feels gross and transactional. Wow. Uh, gross and transactional. <clears throat> um, it's weird though that when it comes to a baby, you don't just both uh, agree to do what you have to do. Yeah, so she can buy the crib, and he's going to buy diapers whenever he's at Walmart, whatever. Right. That's kind of weird. It's weird that everything to the penny, right, has to be split, split and accounted for. But if it is, if that's the way it is, then uh, sure. yeah. But what do they do when they grocery shop? Be- okay, you get your cart of junk, and I'll get my cart of junk. Right, who knows? But, but but then what if she drinks, eats his cereal? Does she pay him for the cereal? I don't know. All right, that's where it gets stupid. Or do they just split the grocery bill 50-50? Mm-hmm. Sure, just like you split the baby, whatever. You buy some stuff, I'll buy some stuff. Right. I mean, if you want to, I would say this. I'd say if you want to buy a, a really nice car. It's $53,000, brand new, which is about normal these days. You say, that's on you. You want something that nice, you're paying for it. So I'm not paying for it. So if you don't want that payment, you get something used. Right. Or something new, cheaper, whatever. Right. Uh, because I'm not going to help because I don't agree with a $53,000 new. Well, and she also is. I mean, so she's losing those wages. Same with him and a Harley. Say he wants right. a $38,000 Harley. And that would already be separate for them. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, a baby not separate because you both made it. Right. That's what's weird. But, like, she's also the one that has to go nine months being very conscious of what she's eating and consuming. I mean, down to, like, you know, if she likes tuna fish and, se- and sushi, you can't have that anymore. 
lunch meat, uh, caffeine. There's all kinds of things. So she's going to be inconvenienced so, that way as well. So then, in addition to missing okay, out on wages. So say she, he gives her fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Is she going to hand him a twenty every time he's got to go get diapers, or is that on him? No, because that's the wages she's losing. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm saying, but I'm they're still, still having gonna, to pay. But they're still going to split diapers and all that stuff. I don't know. I mean, that's. You, it just you got sounds, a newborn and you're going to sit there and right. figure it, all it that just, out. Good it, luck, dude. It sounds like more of a pain in the ass than it is funny. It sounds like they're like, you know. I don't know. That's an odd partnership. <laughs> right. But if it works for them, it works for them. I mean, and do. I get where she's coming from. Right, right. You either got to help with some of the bills or give me money because I'm not making money because I'm home with the kid while you get to still go work. Right. Like... uh some people, they pay their mortgage if they're both working, and the higher earner pays more of the mortgage. Right. I think, I think that's fair. Sure. You know? So I, I don't disagree with it. I'm not sure I care enough to comment further. Man, it's hard to care. It just seems like a pain in the ass. It really does. To, uh, after the fact, I mean, if he wants to give her 50 grand, that's fine. I guess that makes sense. I mean, if they've got an ironclad, tight agreement to split everything right and she does does she want a baby it says they both want kids okay so that would be different if she didn't want a baby as much totally yeah that would be way different that'd make a huge difference yeah so i would say uh i'm not going to disagree with it how do you where are you at what yeah, and it's 50 50 right right i okay. totally get where she's coming from mm-hmm. um he's got to give somewhere Either get her off the hook on some bills because she is not bringing in as much money. There you go. Or give her the money. Mm -hmm. Let's see where the people stand. All right. All right. Hello. Hey, what's going on? What's up? What's up? So if she pumps breast milk and they sell it, (laughs) do they split that or just her? (laughs) Right. See, here you go. Right. I mean, you could go into like every tiny detail. How much are you really splitting everything 50 50? Does he pay for sex? <laughs> well, it's a legitimate question. There's so many questions. <laughs> I'm not in the mood. Give me 20 bucks. <laughs> that oh, yeah. seems like an okay deal, actually. Right. Here's a menu. It's like you're ordering a la carte. Yeah. Some uh, oral for $25. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Where do you stand on that one? He should just shut up and give her the money. She's having the baby. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I mean her, yeah, she is her body's changing yeah, like, forever. And, I mean, it, it would be if she was. She's almost taking the role of a surrogate. I mean, right. I know she wants the baby, but I mean, she's treating it like a. a well, obviously, they didn't fully discuss it before having the baby too. Yeah. Well, she ain't pregnant yet. Oh, okay. So she's not going to get pregnant if she doesn't get paid. That's weird. Well, she needs to know because she's missing out on that income. Right. But she needs to know how her bills are getting paid. But, I mean, if you're denying yourself as a married couple a baby because she's not getting paid, that's weird. That's weirder than paying her. I don't know. That's something you got to talk about. How are the yeah. bills going to get paid when I'm off of work for six months? Yeah, I got you. Oh, man, we're, this is a Mexican standoff. It really is. I mean, <laughs> yep. like I could argue both sides all day long. I, I know. <laughs> I was not going to get that invested in this stupid story. <laughs> Now I'm gone. All right, thanks. All right, where do you stand? Um, I would say that, yeah, that seems like a reasonable request, uh, especially since they're both earnings over six, six figures a year. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. 
ridiculous yeah. amounts of money. They can both easily swing it. I'm sure they've got great insurance. Right. Yeah, they they both also have um, like it's a very transactional relationship. But I doubt they split like. Oh no! What was he gonna say? It's the Russians. <laughs> it's the Russians. What was he gonna say? Hello. Hey, so here's my question. So if she dumps him, is she still going to take half of his shit? <laughs> what? All right, thanks, man. Yeah, no, that's, uh, uh, that's a <laughs> legitimate point. What comedian came in here? Oh, man. And he said that. He goes, uh, I thought about getting married, and then I put all my stuff in the living room, and I took a picture of it, and I ripped it in half. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't heard that much uh, swearing since we were with uh, Snuff in Chippewa Falls. Holy cow. Hi, how's it going? Hey, what, what does she do for a living? She needs to take six months off for work. Well, you're allowed. What are you allowed up she's to? She's allowed six, six months maternity leave. Right. It, she's it, allowed. Yeah. 50 G's. Well, now, wait a minute. No, wait a Probably minute. works from home on I, her computer. I thought work had to, by law, pay you. They do, It's a, but it's not your full pay. Oh, okay. That's what she's missing. Why is he okay. Up for the full fifty G. When she, when, isn't it down the middle? You know. Right. If they're splitting up for half of that, too. Well, she's going to have to give him money because so he's going to give her money for the mere act of inseminating her. And it, it seems like why don't you just do it proportionately? So it's almost you know? like it's almost like he's a he's a stud horse. And she's paying for the. Uh, she's the brood man. So the semen, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then they're gonna have to split everything because everything else, diapers, formula. This uh, is uh, so dumb. First world problem. Yeah, it, it really is. It really <laughs> is. We've got we've got people, kids getting shelled in Ukraine. And we're arguing about some lady uh, splitting. Forget about that, you got the the homeless town down by East Town or wherever it is, mm-hmm. and they're crying about they're gonna lose. Are these? Where are they from? Not here. It doesn't say. Right. They ain't from here. All right, dude. Thanks. Thanks. First world issue. Issues. Yeah. First world issues. Well, I understand keeping everything separate, but man, once you're once that baby's in the mix, that's gonna get really hard to fifty-fifty everything. Well, you're gonna end up hating each other over a baby because you're right. because because he she had to pay for Pampers when it was his turn. Right. And that just seems like a That's, terrible way to live. Yeah, it does. I think you need to renegotiate the terms of your business partnership. Yeah. I mean, clear, they both clearly have the same kind of brain. Well, they're, you know? they're, they're definitely, uh, they don't want to give up whatever they're driving, cars, nice car. Mm-hmm. I mean, they obviously want to, it's important to them. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I understand that. Man, it's a good thing it's their problem, not mine. Look at how easy I don't care. <laughs> Look at it. Good morning. You know, this whole thing could be one really big legal mess. You know, if For sure. I him, I'd make one call, that's all. <laughs> Man, dude, you set me up beautifully. Yeah, he did. He got you. You. you he got you, dude. Ara. <sighs> High five. I did not see that coming. Well, he didn't give me a chance. He just spit it out. It's perfect. Man, I see a giant legal mess coming. One call. That's all.
people, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Um, this is the 10 universally agreed upon a-hole moves. By just people in general? Just the people. BuzzFeed put a list of 33 annoying things that jerks do, and they call them universally agreed upon a-hole moves, but I got top 10. I'll take things jerk do for 20, Alex. All right. Uh, trying to push through and exit a plane before it's your turn. Yeah. Well, on a long flight, it's okay to stand up, but uh, stop huffing and puffing. You're right. not going anywhere. Yes. Dumbass. I know. Uh, I hate that. Trying to enter an elevator before others have exited. Who, do, who does that? I'll do you one better. The plane hasn't stopped yet, and the dumbass is trying to get his overhead bag out. It's like, dude, really? You cannot rush this system, man. It's a horrible system. Go with the flow. Oh, yep, you just have to. All right, what was number two? Uh, number nine, trying to enter an elevator before others have exited. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. Not replacing the toilet paper roll. <laughs> Uh, flipping through the pictures on someone else's phone when they just wanted to show you one. You'll replace it when you got a big uh, dinger uh, hanging there. <laughs> okay. Uh, ditching frozen or refrigerated food on regular grocery store shelves. <laughs> <laughs> Jerks. Come on now. I would actually walk that back. Right. I would. Yeah. Now, and- I'll leave a can of soup over somewhere in the pop section. Sure. But, yeah. Frozen? Right. <laughs> At least throw it in a frozen door, you know, like, come on. Uh, taking up two or more parking spaces by parking outside the line. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that. We don't. We know where who stands where on that. Uh, well, yes, the uh, the parking. You are notorious, girl. Dude, but it never affects anybody else's parking because it's always the first two parking spots, which are not That's... appropriately sized anyway. That's what your mom said. I, dude, I'll die on this hill. I don't care. You're not a good parker. You're not. I'm. But you come. I will say this about you: You're an aggressive driver. You come in hot into a parking spot, and so you don't realign. You take what the good Lord gives you, and you shut the ignition off. It's freaking four in the morning. Well, ain't nobody here. I do not care. Well, I gotta come here, and then I gotta and deal you with get the in fallout. and out of your car fine. Nothing ever. Dude, don't pretend like you have any sort of issue with my parking. We have had meetings about you. Well, good. And by the way, I will pull back out and realign my car. Well, good. I'm I'm that guy. And I'll tell you, I have done that. I've got AT&T. So there is a line. I realign my car because I have (laughs) AT&T. Okay. Wait. (laughs) Wait. Is that something else? I don't know. Is it ADD? It's what you're talking about. Well, I pay for it every month. All right. What else? Um, da, 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 da. making it impossibly hard to cancel subscriptions, passing somebody on the road only to go slower than yes, they were going. Thank you. Eating food that isn't yours, even if it's marked with somebody else's name. They totally follow you and they ride your ass I know. and pass you and literally go slower. Right. Oh my God. Ugh. So irritating. Um, eating food that isn't yours. Ooh. Yeah, we've had meetings about you. <laughs> um, you have to, uh, here's how you got to do it. No, you don't do it. You have to take a bite and then rearrange what's in there. 
<laughs> you have issues, man. You have to slop it around a little bit so it looks even. Great. So now you're fingering their food dude, and me, eating it. Let me show you how to Bogart stroganoff, dude. Yeah. I'll show you. Um, and number one on the list, blocking someone else's driveway. Yeah, for sure. What? Blocking someone else's driveway. Oh, I thought driveway. you said walking in someone's driveway. Blocking a driveway, sure. Yeah. All right. Now to undo that. Oh, here. I got to play this song first. I'm on Top A-hole moves. All right, I will say, though, I did have one bad parking job where recently where Ebo, and Ebo's a thin guy, but I did not leave him very much room to get into his car, and he sent me a picture yeah. of him, like, That's what I'm talking about. finally into his car. Yep. I've, it's never happened to you. Yeah, oh, yes, it has, <laughs> and it was your truck. And I just sit there and I, I I curse you under my breath. And uh, you're lucky I'm a skinny buff guy. I can get in my <laughs> car without crawling through the back. Right. But uh, no, I've I've uh, I've been in that situation many times. Uh, all right, Keanu Reeves donated seventy percent of his Matrix earnings to leukemia research. I have a question. What for someone? <laughs> there's got to be a stat on this. For someone that pulls in so close to you on your driver's side door, how many times, what percentage of the people do you say would open their door uh, a little further and harder than they have to just to leave a little uh, message into the passenger door of the car that blocked you in? I never would even see it. What do you mean? I'm never over on my passenger side. No, no, their passenger side. I'm saying you uh, slam your door into theirs a little right, bit, I just know. out of anger. Right, but if you did that to me, I wouldn't know. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I bet, I bet, a healthy 35 percent of the folks would uh, make it makes you feel better. I'm not saying I've done it. Not saying I haven't done it. I'm mostly saying I've done it. Not to you. I'm. I right. Clearly. Are we done? Yes. Okay. Keanu Reeves donated 70% of his Matrix earnings to leukemia research, about $31.5 million. I'm not sure I believe that. Dude, how crazy is that? Are you serious? Yeah. Somebody in his family got it? Yeah. So this is insane. He's definitely in the good people club that we were establishing. Yeah, you called it. Um, It was a bunch of people texted in Keanu Reeves. Um. Uh, Reeves, 57, reportedly paid $10 million up front for the 99 sci-fi flick before earning a further $35 million when the movie became a box office yeah, blockbuster. I was going to say that's just a monumental amount of money. Yeah. The actor donated a whopping $31.5 million to leukemia research. The cause was near and dear to his heart as his younger sister, Kim, had been battling the disease for eight years at yeah. the time he made the donation. Kim was diagnosed with blood cancer in 91 and spent a decade in and out of treatment before finally entering remission in 2001. Reeves has continued to give money to research in the years after Kim was cured, even creating his own cancer fund. Uh, the Speed Star secretly set up the nonprofit, which reportedly ran for years without any attention. My God, I feel like I'm in the Matrix just listening to the story. My God, I have a private foundation that's been running five or six years, and it helps aid a couple of children's hospitals in cat cancer research. Reeves is quoted as telling Ladies Home Journal in 2009, I don't like to attach my name to it. I just let the foundation do what it does. Meanwhile, in 2020, Reeves auctioned off a 15-minute Zoom date with himself and the money donated to Camp Rainbow Gold, a summer program for Idaho children with cancer. The winning bidder paid more than $19,000 for the 
little Zoom date. Um, the star, da, 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 I don't know. I, that's all I have. That's all I have. That's enough. Thirty-one and a half million dollars. Sure. That is. That's incredible. That's cool. Yeah, it's super cool. Super cool. I know. We're reading uh, a little bit about, he makes his own motorcycles. I think they're called Arch. It's his own, uh, him and another guy, custom one-off, uh, I don't know, sport bike cruiser type models. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. They're great looking bikes are super expensive, but I, I think it's his design or his dream. And uh, I don't know if they use a, if they use a screaming eagle, I don't know what they use in that thing. It might have been a Harley engine. I might be oh. wrong. But yeah, super cool. Yeah. So I think they're called Arch. Cool. Get a chance to look at it. You'll never be able to afford one, but what the hell? Take a look. Unless you win the Powerball. Get that Powerball boy. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. J.J.O. I had uh, one of my, we were in Port Washington for the night. Went over and had a nice dinner at Twisted Willow. Oh, yeah? We had linguine and scallops. Marvelous. Uh, I had a uh, mule, a cranberry okay. vodka mule with dried cranberries in it. Ooh. First time I ever had one of those babies. Fantastic. What? Now you think you're better than everybody? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I checked out Stable Rock. I, I tell you what, I'm I'm more broke than anybody. Right. I, those things are like uh, ten bucks a piece. What, what happened? Stable Rock Winery and Distillery in Jefferson. Did I went, you? I went there. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. Tell me about that adventure. Um, I really I want to go back and learn more. It, it, the building kind of has a fascinating story because it used to be the livery or whatever where people would keep their horses overnight when they mm-hmm. were going through town. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I tr- what did I have? Oh, I did bourbon. I did their bourbon. Oh, girl, hello. Oh yeah, that's what's up. I had a bourbon nope. smash. No front. Yeah, no, 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 zero fronting. Your front. Yeah, my cranberry had a uh, uh, a, 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 a twig or something in it. A, a stem? Yes. I never figured out what it was. It looked like a pine needle. Weird. Uh, does that make it a Christmas drink, I guess? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A just because it has garnish a, there. a little garnish. I think it was more for, uh, yeah, just looks. Right. Not sure right. it added yeah. a piney anything to it, but well. fabulous. So fancy. Check out this for flatbread. Tell me what you think of this. You're going to want to make this at home. Okay. All right. There's a little place in Cedarburg called the Anvil. It's right, right next to the winery in Cedarburg. You ever get over to Cedarburg? No. no. Uh, so uh, they make a flatbread. Uh, so you got your flatbread with brie cheese, brie. sauteed onions, hang on, dried cranberries, and honey maple bourbon. Oh, hell yeah. Honey maple bourbon glaze. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> that uh, sounds incredible. And so I had the cook guy come over, and I, I said I'm going to probably burn my kitchen down, but I, I have to try this at home. I have to try it. It's not going to be as good. No, oh, I guarantee it's you not going to be as good. But give it a try. So his glaze is... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let me tell you about this glaze. It, it literally shimmered and wiggled. It's a beautiful glaze. Let me tell you about this glaze. What? What has happened to the JJO morning show? This glaze. <laughs> Uh, it just kept coming. The glaze. It just it's like, where is that coming from? Don't do this to me. All right, so the glaze. Here's here's how here and I you know, I looked it up and they put ketchup and blah blah blah. He goes, No, dude, don't overthink it. Uh a cup of maple syrup. Mm-hmm. Bourbon. Yeah. Whatever, a shot of bourbon and garlic salt. He goes, That's it. Don't overdo it. You're gonna you're gonna ruin it. Keep it pure. That's how you make. That's how he makes his uh, bourbon glaze, and then so I, I assume you're going to saute your uh, onions over a pan. Uh, you don't want to burn those in the oven. Fiberware. Fiberware. <laughs> Let me tell you about a pan I bought my wife for Christmas. Get the gold one. No stick. Even heating. Amazing. High high sides. Yeah. Fiberware. Mm-hmm. Fiberware. Fiberware. I don't front either. All right, so uh, saute your onions, mm. then dried cranberries, whatever. You can buy them. You can make them. It takes a couple hours in the oven. No big deal. Make it a day. A couple of bottles of wine, you got cr- dried cranberries. You burn the house down. Uh, and then brie, flatbread, uh, cranberry, that all goes in the oven together. With your glaze, add sauteed onions. Dude. Sounds amazing. It's one of the, the greatest things I've ever eaten in my life. Did you write down the recipe for the glaze I took before a, you forget it? I, yeah, well, I got my phone out. And I, oh, good work. I took a memo, Ooh. and I never do that because... Who the hell are you? Christy had to show me how. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. Where do you... <laughs> can you record information on this <laughs> iPhone? It's amazing. Is there a way I can what? store this for what? later? It's not just for porn anymore. <laughs> Yep. So, uh, oh, man, glorious. Nice. Effing glorious, dude. Man, yeah, you're pumped. You are pumped. I mean, you know something's good when I can instantly memorize it because it's like learning in school. If, if you like it, you're going to. Right, if you're interested. You're it's, interested. It's well, it's nothing. Your brain just locks in. You're like, I'm interested in your glaze. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's my uh, that's some of my fun. Jesus Christ, that's like 10 minutes of my life. I'm never getting back. <laughs> Well, I was going to make you a flatbread. I was going to invite you over for flatbread. We thought uploading to the cloud was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. You ever drop your phone in the turlet? Twice. And did you retrieve it? (laughs) Um, I did. Uh, And I think I lost lost them both i did the rice thing i don't think they came back i was drunk hammered both times um so <laughs> is that a, did, I, did i do good <laughs> thanks um, i remember the greatest one was at uh, uh uh old kurt's out in cross plains kurt's bar uh what's up kurt and well, it's gone. But anyways, uh, I remember in the bathroom, <laughs> juggler's hands. That thing, I bet I had like six chances to catch it. Oh, and it no. Ca- I think it bounced off the wall once. Right. <laughs> Jesus was like, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> splashdown. We have splashdown. Uh, and uh, that was it. Yeah. And I mean, that was well before oh, phones the, were the, the, waterproof. waterproof. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Okay, um, so if you ever dropped your phone to the toilet, you know the uh, series of feelings you experienced afterwards. Yep. And that's why this story is a little cray. Woman in Maryland named Becky Beckman. Already, Mike, really? Yep. Annoyed. <laughs> Sent her to the front lines. <laughs> Said uh, her and her husband were having trouble with their toilet last week. There was a banging sound every time they flushed. Yeah, there was. Initially, they blamed it on their old house, but then they got so annoyed, they decided to plunge the heck out of it. And that's when they pulled something out. It was Becky's iPhone. It had been deeply lodged in the toilet for almost 10 years. What the hell? She lost the phone back in Halloween of 2012, dude. What? And she thought it was gone. Yeah. She just let it go. She thought, well, that thing's probably in the tank. She thought she left it somewhere. Yeah. What, you know, whatever. Well, drunk Halloween. Oh, she was so drunk she didn't know it was in the toilet. Didn't realize, right. Oh, wow. Uh, she said she thought it was mysterious that her phone vanished without a trace. Oh. Eventually, she gave up looking for it and bought a new one. Included some photos of the old phone after they pulled it out. Obviously damaged. But uh, it looks mostly like it was just dropped. I'm going to... That's crazy. I'm going to start when I go to the bathroom. Um, there's a thing. Uh, that waterproof pouch. We took them on our cruise with us. Mm-hmm. That you can wrap, put your phones and put around your neck like a satchel. And you, you carry your phone in there. So Whatever. It's waterproof. Yeah. You know, you go to a waterfall, whatever, yada, yada. I should wear that every time I go to a bathroom. Seems like a lot of work, dude. It does seem like a lot of work. I could just leave it in the car. Uh, I figured out, just avoid putting your pocket in your, or your phone in your back pocket. Because that's yeah danger area right. for pulling down your pants and right. going right into the toilet. Yeah, when you're drunk, I mean, the the uh, percentage of of... of Club hands just increases because you're just drunk and dancing in the bathroom, checking your move out and stuff. You have a very busy time in there. (laughs) How do you think I stay so slim? (laughs) Bathroom dancing. That's right. Okay. um, I have this whole uh, survey on food preferences. Um, And I thought it was kind of, some of it was kind of interesting. Um, when asked if people prefer salmon that is cooked, lox, which is cured with salt, or raw, like sushi. Give me a raw. Yeah, you'd take raw sushi or raw salmon over all day, cooked. all day. I think I might too. Forty-eight percent preferred cooked because they're squares. Ten mm. percent said sushi. Five percent voted for lox. I do like lox. What's a lox? Uh, it's cured with salt. Oh. A lot of times, uh, I'll like throw a little cracker. I think you're half Inuit. I don't know that you can say that. Why not? I don't know. Is Eskimo bad? I, I one of them's bad. Gotta be right. It's 2022. One of them's bad. All right. Eskimo pie nah, went away. <laughs> it did. Yeah, we did. We had the story. I forget about that. It's <laughs> like Aunt Jemima went away. <laughs> yeah. Right. What did they call the Eskimo pie? No, just the old good old ice cream sandwich. Uh, Eskimo pie name change. <laughs> oh, uh, it's just called Edie's pie. Which wouldn't it be funny if they changed it to Aunt Jemima's big old ice cream pie? Uh, it changes to Aunt Jemima's big old pie. 
<laughs> How about that? Nope. Nope. Lateral move, John. Don't uh don't add, John. Don't add, John. It's definitely a lateral move. It might even be worse. Uh, when it comes to peanut butter, 48% want creamy, 30% prefer crunchy, and 12% will take it however the hell they can get it. Oh, Friday I had my Elvis burger at Bar Next Door. Me and, How uh, was that? Me and Dave, me and Big Dave um, had the Elvis burger. Um, two patties. Two nice You know how like, like they singe it like a Culver's burger around the edges? Mm-hmm. So two big patties. Crunchy peanut butter. And their Elvis jam, the secret sauce. It's bacon jam with onions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. Amazing. I know. I need to have that burger. <clears throat> Fantasizing about it. You can live on it. Uh, when asked about alcohol, 18% of people prefer beer. 17% go with wine. 16% would rather drink liquor. 5% like the spiked seltzers. Another 5% like the ciders. And 7% is the JJO Morning Show. They will drink anything you put in front of them. <laughs> this is a glass of urine. Pass it over. <laughs> oh, that makes about sense. Or a lot of sense. The, what was the peanut butter thing again? Uh, 48% one creamy, 30 yeah, like okay. crunchy, but Good. 12% don't that care. restores my faith in humanity. Now, this says 32% of people don't drink at all. Yeah, that's fine. I but bet. don't get mad when you see my ass cheeks at 11 o'clock at night. Don't judge. You can't judge. Because if you were drinking, you'd be cheering me on. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. A lot of the sober people I know don't oh, judge. I was, at a, I was at a house party. Uh, it was Brittany's birthday this weekend in our neighborhood. So we went up to the neighbor's house. I've never been to their house before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I danced on their granite kitchen oh. island counter oh. in my cowboy boots what's with you uh dancing i don't know i don't know it's probably not good i saw you dancing on the bar i wasn't really dancing i just kind of uh, i kind of do a strut not better <laughs> <laughs> nope i uh why do you want to be elevated above everybody? Because we're partying, dude. You know? It was getting freaky. It was getting crunk, man. I had to go. I had to take it up a notch. Oh, Jesus. I guess I could have taken my boots off. Or did I? Oh, man. I saw that picture of you in the bar, and I was like, oh. What bar? It was when you were in Portage. After the I-39 Deer Camp kickoff. Oh, and yeah. all I kept thinking, because I had just watched this video of this person dancing on the bar, and they fell backwards into the ice oh, yeah, and right, knocked all these right. bottles down. Right. And so I just looked at that picture, and I was like, I hope what's happening in my head did not happen. Was anybody on the bar with me? I don't remember. I think JFK was there. It didn't look like anybody was on the bar with me. I told him to accentuate the crotch. I said, look, get the angle right. <laughs> Somebody was probably up there with me. Don't get my taint length in there. I mean, if you're going to dance on a bar, Big Dogs and Portage is perfect. I don't think they want more people on that bar. (laughs) (laughs) Hadn't considered that. (laughs) I hadn't considered asking if I could dance on a bar. No, they're great. That's Yeah, they're used to us dummies. That's fun. 
That's good fun. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system? Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. (laughs) If anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. So, um, do you guys do pairings at your house? I know you have. You're like wine of the month club people. Oh man, I'll, I'll eat uh, anything with wine, uh, pretzels and uh, peanut butter, and uh, anything with uh, anything with wine. Okay. Any, anything, anything laying, uh, anything not tied down. All right, a new poll found the top food that men like to pair with wine is... Oh, Ooh. we should do trivia for this. Hold Ooh, on. chicken. Chicken Taco Bell. Chicken final answer? Uh, a guy. A guy and wine. I don't know, a hamburger. Just trying to keep it simple. Macaroni and cheese. <laughs> See, I was trying to give us credit, and uh, I was over... Uh, Overthinking it. All right, what do you think the top food women like to pair with wine is? Uh, probably something pasta. Something sexy. Final answer? Something noodly as well, but fancier. Fancy nudes? Uh, salad. Mmm. Chicken wings. Oh. Right? That's a, that's a solid Wisco answer. Dude, right? I love that. Uh, the poll also found 80% of us don't follow the classic wine etiquette rules. It's because we're drinking it out of a box, dude. <laughs> 44% hold the glass by the bowl instead of the stem. 43% sometimes add ice to their wine. I do that sometimes. 30, yeah. 32% never swirl or sniff it. Yeah, you're not going to find a lot of lamb and bardot at our house. You're gonna Wine of the month club. We get some off-label stuff, but ah. we power through it. Twenty-five percent are chuggers, not simpers. How do you chug wine? Yeah, I can't you chug sip wine. it, dude. Yeah. Ten percent of Americans admit they usually drink their wine out of a coffee mug. Oh, that's weird. During breakfast hours, or just uh, that's weird. Yeah. Like, are you trying to make it look like you're drinking coffee, <laughs> but you're drinking wine? Hi, neighbor. You walk out to the mailbox, right. hammered with your cup of right. wine. Is that what's happening? Mug of wine. Freaking morning drinking wine. What we got going today, neighbor? Eight o'clock in the morning. We're going to get some housework done. Well, anyway, they refill this coffee. It's just coffee. And you fall down, freeze to death in the snow. Sure, that's great. <laughs> uh, you are fooling no one. Or are they just drinking it out of a coffee mug because they don't have a wine glass? Uh, I feel like they're drinking it out of a mug so they blend. Ah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Are you so desperate to just drink? You just whatever's handy, or or you or you're saving the fine wine for a special occasion. You don't want, you don't have to put it in the dishwasher, right? That's something like that. Well, like I'll see people going for walks with their family and stuff, and mm-hmm. they'll have their Yeti mugs, and I'm always like, I bet you there's booze in there. <laughs> they ain't drinking hot chocolate. I can tell you that much. What up? Uh, yeah, we usually do, uh, I just bought a blueberry wine over in Cedar Oh, I've had one of those before. I love that fruity, fruity blend, you know, like a blend, big fruity stuff. That's a little more interesting to me than just Big fruity, that was your nickname in middle school, wasn't it? Boring old cab. What would you say? Big fruity. Watch it. Watch it. What am I watching it do? Uh, win track medals. Oh, 
I might have been fruity, but I, I didn't lose. That's right. So take it back. I take it back. It's fine. Um, no, if I make a throw a steak on the grill, I'll break out some wine. Well, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I haven't had mac wine. and cheese. But mac and cheese. You're like, oh yeah, I got the eighty nine <laughs> cent on special box mac and cheese. It is funny if we open a bottle and it's in the fridge. Uh, yeah, that's when I see it. it's like, man, we need to finish that. And you know, I'm sitting there eating cereal. Sure, break. Let's let's finish it. This cab goes with my Captain Crunch fantastically. <laughs> I had Cheerios yesterday for the first time in years. How was that? With a banana? Amazing. Best ever. It's so good. Yeah. Good for you. Love it. Living your best life. When I say one bowl, I had three bowls. Did you put milk in there or wine? Almond milk. <laughs> Show me the nipples on an almond, dude. That's all I'm saying. Do you know how much water it took to make that bowl of cereal happen? Oh, my God. Like 40 billion gallons. Lake Mead went down two yeah, inches. Yeah. Uh, so they could grow an almond. And, but at and least you enjoyed it, you know? <laughs> the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.